This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. On April 7, 1979, President Jimmy Carter signed a bland, technocratic, and vaguely ominous-sounding executive order called Reorganization Plan No. 3. This act created the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, the U.S. government's official disaster response arm. And while FEMA's effectiveness seems to waver based on the administration under which it serves, it has become a critical branch of the federal government, especially as climate change leads to ever more frequent and destructive floods, wildfires, tornadoes, and hurricanes. In 2011, FEMA Administrator Craig Fugate, in search of an easy shorthand for the public to understand the severity of storms, created an index named after a 24-7 Southern breakfast eatery. Because of the chain's presence scattered across the most storm-prone areas of the U.S., as well as its refusal to close except under near-apocalyptic circumstances, the index is a vivid indicator of how hard a region surrounding a given restaurant is hit. Level green means that location has full menu available, Yellow, only a limited menu, often because a backup generator has been drafted into action. And red means closed, in which case, to quote FEMA Administrator Fugate, that's really bad. The chain in question was founded in 1955 in Avondale Estates, Georgia, but has its origins in part in Yankee, New England, where co-founder Joe Rogers got his start at Connecticut's Toddle House. Today, this different house, named after its most popular menu item, has over 2,000 locations in half the U.S. states and over 200 in Alabama alone. And its index persists as an important media tool, though the chain prides itself on keeping red alerts to an absolute minimum. As CEO Walt Amer said in a 2012 interview, quote, after many of the storms, it's very often that we'll hear from folks, this is the first hot meal I've had in a week. This week on Doughboys, Waffle House. What's up, guys? Welcome to Doughboys Live! (laughs) Jesus Christ. I don't know if I've had an immediate fuck-up before. What a way to start the show. Guys, uh, Yusong Lu sitting to my left over here. Our producer extraordinaire. A, uh, a, 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 a not our usual setup, having you song in plain sight of the audience for people listening. Uh, but I think it, I, I, I like it. I like the stage picture. You look over there. You look like the world's meekest DJ. <laughs> Give it up for DJ. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, guys, uh, I'm very very excited to be here. Uh, uh, Bama, you guys doing all right? My first time in Bama. How you guys doing? 
Lovely people here, everyone very nice. But before we go any further, we gotta get not nice. This week's roast is courtesy of at beta Alex81. Let me introduce my co-host, the living embodiment of scattered, smothered, and covered. <laughs> Make some noise for the spoon man, Mike Mitchell! What's up, Huntsville? You nerd. Do you think Bruce Bruce or Seinfeld comes up on stage and nervously runs off to get their laptop? Yeah, no, those are like comedians. <laughs> I'm a guy who reads a dry monologue cribbed from a Wikipedia entry. Dear God. And then we, we review fast food poorly. All right, fair enough. Uh, Mitch, uh, scattered, smothered, and covered in reference to uh, a hash brown preparation from this week's chain. Also, the name of a Hootie and the Blowfish album. Wow. I'm curious, as a fan of Dave Matthews, how do you feel about Hootie and the Gang? I feel like it's similar sort of of easy rock, right? Yeah, it's fun. Hootie and the Blowfish is fun. We can all enjoy Hootie and the Blowfish. We can all enjoy Hootie and the Blowfish. A <laughs> kind of mixed reaction. All right. Sa- like 30% of the audience is on board. I don't want to be with you. That's a good song. That's and, a- yeah, I was at a Cheesecake Factory once. And uh, wow. this is true. This is true. I was at a Cheesecake Factory, and like that song was playing on the PA, and as we sat down, it hit the, it, like, it hit the end of the chorus, and at that exact moment, our waiter like approached the table and joined in and said, I only want to be with you. How you folks doing tonight? And I was like, I'm tipping 40%. <laughs> it's, this fucking rules. Wow. Yeah. It was great. He saw Mark coming in. He made his move. <laughs> Nick, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna like not shave and go big bearded for Alabama, you know? And then I just kind of look like shit. <laughs> Everyone else looks good. No one has a while. I mean, like people are bearded, but they take right. care of their beards. I just look crazy. I mean, in all fairness, that's not the reason you look like shit. <laughs> there are many factors at play here. I'm feeling like shit, too. You're having some tummy trouble. I'm having a bad tour, folks. How this, the hell do you... In the South, does just everyone have constant, like, stomach aches? How the fuck do you guys... How do you eat like this? It's insane. Well, people just, like, cheered for IBS. <laughs> it's beautiful. The, the, it's beautiful down here. It Lovely, is, absolutely picturesque. It's really picturesque. beautiful. I keep saying the word picturesque because uh, we're driving by the, through the countryside. It's great. It, it, it is picturesque. I've spent 50% of my time in a bathroom. Yeah. But it's great. Outside of the bathroom is usually great. Up from your uh, normal average of 45%. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, I got to play it. Well, how to how to Spoon Nation. <laughs> and you song, let's play a little drop here. Oh, boy, this always sucks. Uh, I was a kid. I was reading Tropic of Cancer. There's a part where, t- where uh, so a friend tells him about like fucking an apple. Uh, so I tried it. As I was approaching my final thrust, I like 
<laughs> yeah, I hit it with enough intensity for it to break into three separate pieces. Oh, God. Return to innocence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was the music bed there? What was that track? It was the Return to Innocence. Oh, and then at the, the end, and it was your story about fucking an apple. Yeah, I know. That I understood, clearly. Yeah. No apples this trip, but you bought a lot of bananas so far. I'm a banana freak. I've been, I've been uh, eating those bad boys like I'm Stuart in the gang. <laughs> like I'm Gru's crew. Um... Uh, yeah, you, you've been going banana nuts, I've noticed. I, you know what? You, and you're talking about someone, you're having some digestive issues. A banana a day. Banana a day keeps the rumblies away. That's never been said. So congrats on saying a sentence that's never been said. <laughs> I've coined a phrase. Um, that was from uh, Nick and Mitch. I'm a big fan. I really love the show. I enjoyed meeting the two of you and you song at your live shows in Chicago. Upon telling Mitch at the meet and greet, uh oh, I should read this beforehand. At the meet and greet, I am a college freshman at Dayton. He warned me not to waste my youth. <laughs> so I decided to make a drop. Spoon Nation for life. Thanks, Kale with a K, like the food. Oh, very fun. It's very fun. Do you, All right, we're going to get walkouts soon. <laughs> do you, and I don't want to call you out too much on your, I'm not, I'm not trying to victim blame here. But how much of the intestinal distress do you think is self-imposed? Like, why, like could, could you maybe integrate some more kale into your diet? Like, have some more... Grace? Oh, you're is not blaming issue? me for it? I'm not trying to. I'm trying to come to a solution that benefits you. It's all on me. It's all my fault. Right. It is. We've eaten, like... Hattie, we had Hattie B's, and it really is... It's spicy. Hot chicken. Do you guys have the hot chicken down here? Is that a thing? Less of a thing? More of a Tennessee thing? A little bit. Yeah. Um, Why is it called Huntsville? Is it for hunting? That's a genuine question. Is it the ketchup? You guys know, is Heinz banned in the city limits? The Hunts, isn't, is Hunts spelled with a Z? No, I don't think so. No, it's not spelled with a Z. They didn't name their town after ketchup. We just asked it was named after hunting. That makes more sense. I think, I mean, I, the, I six of one and a half dozen of the other. And the home of Space Camp. Yes. The, the Marshall Space Flight Center right here. Do we have any space, uh, space Camp attendees in the audience? Anyone go to Space Camp here? Currently attending Space Camp? <laughs> I guess alums is the word. Some shouts over there. Very cool. Wow. How about that? <laughs> They're sending some guys that look like me into space, apparently. <laughs> So this is where if you won on Nickelodeon, this is you'd get sent to Huntsville? Is that true? Those kids were in for a surprise, I feel like. What do you mean by that? I, I feel like I always thought you would go down to Florida or like, like near Nickelodeon Studios. You go to Huntsville? Wait, so you're talking about if you win a prize on a Nickelodeon game show? You would show. go to space camp. Am I being crazy here? No, that's a, that's a t- right? that was a thing. They all came to Huntsville? That's weird. <laughs> I think... I, there's, there's one in, one Florida. in Florida. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that solves that mystery. They probably sent them to the Huntsville one. They probably, yeah, I hope they sent them to the Huntsville one. Uh, Mitch, we've got a lot to discuss, but first... We do. 
let's introduce our guest. We're very, uh-huh. very excited to have him. From Comedy Bang Bang, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Arrested Development, give it up for the great Carl Tart! I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached, head is mad at black, got the boots as black and match, riding on a horse, looking with your horse. What an entrance! Carl came out holding three drinks, one for me, one for Mitch, one for himself. They said I couldn't come unless I bought the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> we would never do that. Carl, thank you for being here. Uh, not from Alabama, but from Mississippi. You yeah, grew from right up there. Next door. Yeah, I'm from yeah. Mississippi, yeah. We got any Mississippians here? A few. Hey, okay. shout out. All right. Where did you grow up specifically? Uh, I grew up in Pascagoula, Mississippi, which okay. is on the Gulf Coast. Everyone is nodding knowingly, I swear yeah. to God. <laughs> Y'all know what that is. Uh, it's an industrial town. There's a, a Chevron oil refinery there and uh, Ingalls uh, shipbuilding where most of the Navy ships that we send out in the world are built right in my hometown. Wow, very cool. Yeah. Flex. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. Um, now, Carl, we've been spending some time together in the past, uh, the past uh, couple of days. We had a flight over. We were sitting in a row, and it was, I was in the middle of you guys. Mm-hmm. And we got, I say, we got in some pretty close company there. Yeah. Uh, so, clearly, uh, Mitch and I are two thick kings. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, but Nick had enough space, so... Shout out to you, Song. He set us up with that Comfort Plus. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know about it, but you need to get on it. Uh, and there was, there was room. You Song is hiding behind his laptop screen. <laughs> He's like ducking down. Um, Mitch was asleep for most of the flight, and were, he curled up to the window. But Nick was sitting in the middle, like very scrunched in, yeah. doing work on his laptop. I'm like, Nick, you got room, man. You right. can lean over. We know each other. We've been friends for a while. And he was just like, nope. And so then I started to get a little self-conscious. I'm like, I see the room in between us. Yeah. You're making me feel bigger than I am. You're giving me body dysmorphia. I, I felt, I felt, we, like, I felt, because I, I felt very self-conscious about that I was like, oh, I, I, am, I recoil from physical touch, which is a thing I know about myself. Like, I know that's a thing of, like... Wow, what a lucky wife you have. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the thing about myself, but you like pointed out, I was like, ah, I am kind of just like scrunched up in here. I should, I should expand out a little bit. But then when I found myself doing it, I was like, I was like, ah, no, you know, like I was like touching the, I was like touching walls with spikes closing in, except they weren't spikes closing in. They were two of my buddies. Yes. What are you talking about? You think we're spikes? No, I don't. Mitch and I have very smooth shoulders. Yes. (laughs) What were, what notes were you writing on your laptop? Don't forget laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, clearly that backfired. Um, yeah, uh, it, it, it was. Uh, I, I, we had a nice time. We had some some drinks last night. We went out and, and had a little bit of a uh, some libations we shared with uh-huh. our buddy Yu Song. That was a lot of fun. Um, the house we're set up with. So the the the, the, the club here is very very nice to uh, to set us up in a little place where we're staying. Mm. Um, and um, Mitch, you're kind of downstairs. You and I and you song are kind of downstairs. Carl, you kind of got the uh, the upstairs bedroom. But let me just say this, man, the fucking lot. I can't believe how lot this would be. 
It's, it's like, I can't believe how much space there is. The front yard and the backyard. From you guys got LA a lot of space out here. It's ridiculous. The acreage that this house is sitting, this like not like amazing house is sitting on. Like, it's a nice house. I'm not trying to criticize the house that the club provided for us. Very nice house. Uh, but I, I can't believe the space down here. That's the thing that, that's, that maybe startles me the most as someone who lived his life in Southern California. Space, yes, and in more ways than one. A keen observation from the gentleman in the audience. Um, what it, Carl, what was it like as someone who grew up in and uh, spent some time in Mississippi and then spent the other half of your childhood in LA? What was that adjustment like? Uh, it was tough because yeah. I, like, when I was growing up, we could go anywhere. We'd ride our bikes all around town, go fishing, go every like. Me and my friends would like leave at early in the morning, especially in the summertime. We'd leave early in the morning, wouldn't come back to really late at night. My grandma's yard is like the size of a football field. It's huge, and uh, I own it. Now, wow, guys, flex number two. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, I moved to California, and we immediately were in like apartments and stuff. And right. I couldn't go outside and play like I used to, so I would just be like sitting at the edge of the of the gate, like one of those puppies in the Sarah McLaughlin commercial, like just wishing I could run out. But I had to stay in like this apartment complex because we we lived in the hood. Like my, right. my you know, my mom, single mother, like we couldn't move somewhere not hoodish. Like it just didn't it just didn't have the means. And so I had to learn how to, you know, but basically like play by myself. Right. And like there was other kids sometimes in the complex and stuff like that, but we all just had so so it was very different than being able to like roam around the whole city where you only have to worry about a couple pedophiles to like <laughs> you know to like going to a place where there's so many more uh, so many more ills of society right like Los Angeles. I'm not sure how many pedophiles are in Huntsville, but they're most likely at the show tonight. <laughs> if I had to guess. Carl, you, you already proved helpful, and uh, you, you translated for me. You translated Southern to me. Uh, yeah. We went to the rental car company. The guy was like, oh, I needed a Conan. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was weird. We're leaving the airport at the rental car place, and the man said, hey, how you doing? I just need to take the barcode on your car right here. And Mitch was like, what? <laughs> I said what like, to him five times. I had no idea yeah. what he was talking about. I was about. like, Mitch, he needs to check the barcode on the door. He tra- goes, oh, I had yeah. no idea. He translated it for me. I've been told I speak fucked up my entire life. Yeah. So I feel welcomed here. You guys are fucked up. Yeah, that guy, uh, that guy went to like his coworker on break. I was like, man, this Boston guy, I can understand what the fuck he was saying. He's <laughs> talking about hot dogs? What the fuck is that? Um, so uh, we do have one thing we, we want to address, and it, yes. it's kind of meta here. It, so... For people who I'm just going to give a little recap here because some of you may not be following Doughboys on Twitter, and for those of you who are, follow a different account. <laughs> There's nothing good on there. Um, but th- this past week, we kind of had a little bit of a thing with our our friend, actor and comedian Alan McLeod, uh, an Alabama native, aka Molasses Boy, great, great, great actor, been on the show before. Wow! All right. Um, and he he took to Twitter to he wanted to be the second guest to our show. We couldn't logistically make it happen. He went to, he took to Twitter to try to rally people to uh, to his defense, which certainly worked. Um, but we couldn't work it out, and so as a result, he lashed out and called for a molasses boycott of this performance. 
a pun on his name. Uh, we retaliated in turn by instituting a molasses ban. Uh, we are taking Alan not out of not just out of uh, live shows, but out of our studio shows and potentially our back catalog if this keeps going. And then he, he escalated that further. Um, anyway, we just wanted to address it here, but but move forward. But yeah. we, it felt like a thing we had to acknowledge because it was on social media so much. Agreed. Yeah. Um, you, I, how do you, I mean, Alan how do you needs guys... to shut up. He needs yeah. to shut his mouth. <laughs> For a man who talks so slowly, he certainly had a lot to say yes. this past week. Certainly crammed a lot of words into uh, his Twitter post. Um, uh, but uh, let, let's talk about this week's restaurant a little bit. So I'd never been... This is a place I'd never been before. Wow. And like, I'm, I want to bring up the menu here. M- Mitch, had you been previously? I've been once before. I had, you, went, had you been in the South, though? I, I went in Florida In once. Florida, okay. Yeah, that, with that my qualifies. dad. That qualifies, Yes. Wow. No. Wow. <laughs> mm. Fuck Florida Waffle Houses and fuck Florida Space Camp. <laughs> I am with it. Uh, so you went, to, you went to the one in Florida. I'm going to bring up the menu here so we can look at this. And this is... Uh, that's weird. My laptop's like super sticky and... Is there something sticky not, on the table? Not surprised. Actually, there is kind of a sticky, weird film on the table. Was that a cum thing? Like my laptop's cracked? Yes. That's why my laptop's sticky? Yes, your laptop is sticky for an obvious reason. I was beating off and blasting onto my keys <laughs> like a fucking animal. Jesus Christ. Yes, that's what I was implying. Um, uh, yeah, there is something no, sticky. No, there's some sticky sort of... What the hell? What the fuck is this? Sweet too. Oh my god. That's Molasses Boys music! Oh my no. god! Oh my god! No. McLeod. no, no! Hello, Huntsville! No! <laughs> Thank you, sir. Southern hospitality! No, how could this be? Protest works. <laughs> God, wow. no. Alan's here. What the hell? You have molasses on your hands, boys. <laughs> the molasses is on your hands, boys. He what was is- in the green room? <laughs> That's supposed to be under lock and key. <laughs> Who's the owner of this establishment? <laughs> I have my ways. I run the state. You're the state of Alabama? State of Alabama. I'm not politically in charge. <laughs> I have my ways. I made it. Wow. This wow. is bullshit. I'm... Yeah. And since clearly people did not really follow through on the molasses boycott, I've decided to lift the boycott. Wow. So that's I big hope... of you. Thank you. Yeah, that's very big of you. I hope the ban is the... Will perhaps the yeah. ban be lifted? Yeah, if you're lifted the boycott, we can lift the ban. We can wow. have a detente. Peace. We have peace in our time. And Alan, I, I like and having peace in our time. I think we have something about us to acknowledge, which is something where I, I know that we're different men from different parts of the country, but we've known each other for a while, and I realize fundamentally we're the same because I learned that you and I have the same wallet. Dear God, Weiger. We both have a fabric wallet from Herschel brand. The same color, blue with red inside. Flex, Who, why boy. did you think anyone would find this All fascinating? Right. 
Let's it show how much mind. money we have. Flex. Flex. How many cards? I have... This is what we reveal that Alan's here with us, and then your first thing you bring up is you have yeah. the same fucking wallets. You know, what, what, you know what? I have a statement. I have a statement. A oh, statement. whoa, he has a statement. I have a brief statement to read. Quiet, quiet, everyone now. Quiet, quiet. <laughs> yeah, stop laughing from that wallet reveal. <laughs> I know you guys all exploded at that. Yeah. Uh. A vi- uh, you know, a visual prop always works well for a podcast. I'm glad we did that. <laughs> My statement is as follows. I was born not far from the Rocket City in in Florence, Alabama. Wow. Yes, my people. I graduated from space camp, a mission specialist first class. Wow. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was all of nine years old and yet really just a boy. Last week, I expressed my dismay for being passed over as the second guest, in addition to the incomparable Carl Tart. Thank you, King. For the Doughboys live show here in Huntsville. Did I receive a listening ear? No. I received nothing but cruel threats and hate speech in response to my full-throated statements. And by full-throated, I do not mean what Weiger hopes to feel when a child enters the room. Jesus Christ. Christ! <laughs> Fucking hell! Oh my god. The victims of the Great Molasses Flood of 1919 did not die in vain. Now that the molasses ban is officially lifted, the molasses boycott is as well. If you canceled your membership to the Burger Brigade, please recommit your membership status. If you Self-deported from Burger Nation, dust off the citizenship papers. If you left the Nang Gang, beat yourself back in. If you canceled your Patreon or otherwise unsubscribed from the Doughboys podcast, that's probably for the best. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, thank you for standing and sticking with Molasses Boy. Thank you. Wow. In the immortal words of James Hatfield and justice for all. Rest in peace, James Hatfield. That, James Hatfield's dead? Yeah, lead singer Metallica. It's very sad. Who is James Hatfield? <laughs> I said he was lead singer Metallica, but he's oh, you, oh, you said, oh, that's what you said. Yeah. I can't understand nothing lives, when I come he lives on. And, <laughs> he lives on in all of us. Yeah. Freedom fighters. Well, all right. I'm glad that's over. Thank you for it's being here. Rough. Thank you, Alex. Thank stirring. you for having me. Very stirring there. And, you know, you are... You go, if you don't know what we're talking about, just go to Twitter.com. Do it now during the show. Check Twitter.com. More entertaining than what's happening up here. Um, uh, uh, Alan, you, you, your nickname, Molasses Boy, we also learned, Carl, you uh, yourself have a new nickname. Yeah. Uh, I'm not as slow as Molasses, but not as fast as water. Mm. So uh, <laughs> I'm uh, Serp Poppy. Wow. Syrup poppy. Syrup poppy. That's good. Syrup poppy and molasses boy together again. Yeah. You went to space camp? I did. I did. I was, I was on course to be an astronaut. And, uh, you would and then never I, be, went, I got into comedy. There's no way you'd be ready in the 10, 9, yeah. 8 countdown. <laughs> there's no way you would be ready to go to space. Have you ever seen a fast astronaut in space? No, no, okay, fair, no. 
so that's not just like the gravitational pull causing them to move slower. <laughs> they, they naturally take slow, sl- slow people up there. Astronauts are naturally slow. Mm. Like it's, sloths. It'd be like 10, 9, you'd be like, I'm just getting my suit on. <laughs> Hold on one second. That would always advertise that space camp on TV when I was little. And I would say, like, yeah. oh, Grandma, I want to go to that. And she'd be like, shut up. You're going to the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> yeah. I, my grandfather got, uh, gave me a, the gift of going to space camp because I was, would just otherwise be playing at ditches in the woods and stuff. And so, yeah, not long. I think I was talking a lot about space camp because I saw the movie. And then he, he sent me there. I forgot about the movie. My mom sent me to Camp Fatima, not a fat camp. And I've said this before, but she's like, I was going to send you to Camp Fatima, and then I found out that the priest was touching the campers. And I was like, you sent me to Camp Fatima. She still sent me to Camp Fatima. And she's like, I called, and I talked to them, and I said, no one, can, no one better touch my son. That's insane. She shouldn't have sent me to Camp Fatima. It was a fat Wait, camp. So a fat camp, it was called Camp Fatima? It was called Camp Fatima after Our Lady Fatima. Some lady, I don't know. Was she, was she fat? <laughs> I don't think she was fat. I think this is very much in vain what you're saying right now. Well, I just don't. She's like, I don't know, a friend of Mary. I don't know if anyone knows the deal. Well, who is Fa- Does anyone know who Fatima is? It's Fatima. Fatima. Is that what it is? Oh, so I just had it wrong all these years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. There's you weird to, priests there. You okay? need to go back and apologize to those priests. <laughs> she sent me there. I was there. I, 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 nothing happened. It was all good. What were the activities there? Like, what kind of camp was this? Uh, um, it, was, it was a little boys' camp. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. There was swimming and, uh, I don't know, horses. <laughs> there was archery, and then you went, to, you, went to, you went to mass. I don't know. There was a bunch of different stuff. Mm, so it had, like, a religious side to it. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I went to music. Pillow fights with the priests. Is that what you want me to say? <laughs> no, I wasn't driving towards okay. that. It's not my sensibility. I'm not a predator. Um, <laughs> we, uh... I went to Camp Arrowbear, which was a music camp. And wow. Yeah, so I would go up there and we'd play, uh, play band and play orchestra. And uh, You went to band camp, basically. I went to band camp. Wow. Let me tell you, it's not like American Pie Presents. I, I mean... To, I went to Blue Lake camp. You went to what? Blue Lake. Anybody ever... No? no. Wow, what Never the... Mind, let's just keep on moving. Are you not from Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> They might have changed the color of the water. <laughs> Alan starts talking with a British accent. <laughs> um, so, uh, I, but I do, I do have one question, one space-related question. Have you, astronaut ice cream, I feel like, is something you're very excited to have as a kid, and it mm. never lives up to its potential. Have, has everyone here had it? Have we all had astronaut ice cream? Like Dippin' Dots? No, I don't mean the ice cream. Of the, that's the ice cream of the future. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Huge, astronaut, huge difference. Yeah, astronaut ice cream is the uh, the freeze dried like it's like a block. It's like an ice cream sandwich, vaguely, but it, it it's Carl, I gotta not tell cold. Dippin' Dots would be a mess in space. Yeah, that would, they'd fly everywhere. Oh, uh, trying to catch them. 
Uh, I've had I've had astronaut ice cream. Yes. What did you like? It sucks, right? Yeah, it's kind of bad. Yeah, it is. It's bad. Like, why did they make that? Why don't they just have, so like, astronauts can eat ice cream in space? But like, how? Like, why not? I wouldn't. Wouldn't you just rather have like a cookie? Like, no. why not just have like you a chip ahoy? You can't eat a cookie in space. Can you? I guess the crumbs would be an issue. All right, we got a bus outside. We're going to space camp, everyone. <laughs> we brought some chips deluxe. We're gonna settle this. <laughs> um, I had no like, like if you had like a famous Amos, like a little cookie that you could do that you could one shot. I think that would work. I don't think you can. I don't think you can have crumbs in space. Well, yeah, you don't. Crumbs are not ideal, but yeah, they get all into the uh, controls. <laughs> right, they jam the instrument. Wow, spoken like a true no, space that... camp alum. <laughs> Yeah, you can't have that. The, uh, the uh, controls. <laughs> Nick, yeah, did you ever the, play sports switches. growing up? What's that? Did you ever play like little league sports? Oh, no. Okay. No, it was not like So you have to understand, ice cream is usually a treat for yes. a job well done. Yeah. Mm. And if you have made it to space, you've done a great job. <laughs> and yes. so it's a strong You, you got to get some ice cream up there. Cookies is like, anybody can have cookies. Yeah. But ice cream is like, oh, you did a good job. Right. You know what's funny is I always, I agree with you, it sucks, but every time I taste the astronaut ice cream, I'd be like, it's not bad. And I think I was doing that because I felt bad for astronauts <laughs> that had to eat it in space. I don't know if you had yeah, it before. it's rough as an astronaut. It's rough. It's uh, rough up there. Food, the food situation. The waste management up there is tough. You were talking about, you know. Do they, do they tell you that in space camp? Is it like a diaper? Is it a vacuum situation? What is it? Yeah, it's a, it's a diaper vacuum. It's a... It's a combo. Yeah, it's a combo. It's like a thing, on, you know, a vacuum on your butt and sort of like a, sort of like a blowjob machine on your penis. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that's, that was their words. That's what they say. So they, they, they were telling the I had the same thing, actually. Um... <laughs> You know what? Now I'm rethinking it. If you wear diapers in space, maybe I could be an astronaut. <laughs> I, I actually wet the bed at space camp because I was so nervous about. Did you really being a mission specialist? Yeah. Is that true? I did. I wet. I wet my bed. Uh, How did but you... What happened was the liquid started to float up in the air uh, because of the zero gravity. <laughs> There's not zero G at and space then, camp. If you've seen Donnie Darko, you know the tentacle, uh, the liquid tentacle. That's what happened. <laughs> There's y'all no know z- what I'm talking about? The liquid tentacle and Donnie Darko. Y'all know. Thank you. I just remember My the rabbit. Understand. I remember the rabbit, the, the scary rabbit mascot suit in Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't remember much else yeah, in that movie. I saw him too. Uh, at Space Camp? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Alan, you're just lying. You were just lying. You're just lying to us. How do you know? Touche. Uh, let's talk about this week's restaurant, Waffle House. Uh, Carl, Alan, both sons of the South. This must be a chain that you have a connection with from your childhoods. Absolutely. Also, uh, important chain after hurricanes. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. 1995, Hurricane Opal. After, right after that hit, it, wasn't, it was just a rainstorm. Right. By the time it got to us, but we went to Waffle House. Um, a stronger hurricane uh, in 2005 uh, was Hurricane Ivan. That mm-hmm. was the big one before Katrina hit. Mm-hmm. We went to Waffle House. Katrina took that Waffle House out. It was in Gautier, Mississippi. Uh, and it's gone. It, they rebuilt it. But it's always open, 
like right after the storm. Right. That's crazy. That's yeah, kind of a point of pride yeah. for him. And it's just like a woman in there with a cigarette in her mouth. Like, what you want? <laughs> and you know, if she ain't got if she ain't got a cigarette and ain't ashing it into your hash browns, the food ain't gonna be good. Nick, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know you know there was a hurricane Mitch. Uh, there, was, there was a hurricane Mitch. It became my nickname on the football team. You were a molasses boy on the football team. Yeah. They called me Hurricane Mitch. Well, yes, we have three football players up here. That's Carl, right. Carl, yes, Jeff, Nick, Jeff. we're in the South. <laughs> I was rooting from the stands in the marching band. Um, <laughs> that's uh, cool, too. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was cool. Too. It was definitely cool. Uh, it was very embarrassing when they're like, Hurricane Mitch, get in there. And then, like, I would tackle someone and slide off of them. <laughs> Which is a very, I was a very, I was a, I was a category zero hurricane. <laughs> it was bad. Carl, did you ever have a sports nickname of any sort? No, my last name is Tart. That pretty much took the cake. <laughs> that works. Mm. Nobody really gave me no nicknames outside of that. Right. Um, uh, well, uh, uh, and Alan, do you have any Waffle House connection from your childhood? Uh, there was a Waffle House pretty much any house that we, uh, you know, moved to. There would be a Waffle House around. In the, the house? house? <laughs> yeah, in the house. Wow. Uh, yeah, my dad would make breakfast and he would say... Welcome to the Waffle House. <laughs> so I was surprised when we went to a place that was called the Waffle House, actually. And it was like, oh, is, is my dad here? <laughs> he wasn't there. <laughs> but it was always a good place you could go as a kid because you'd make like some lawn mowing money or something, you know, and then go have a nice meal. Uh, <laughs> you know, and still have right. some money left over. You know, for the date or whatever, what have you. You, you seem like a very old young man. <laughs> also, how long did it take you to mow a lawn? <laughs> Feels like a weekend job. Well, yeah, I mean, the lawns are big here, so it took a long time. You know, there's a lot of space, a lot of ground to cover. That's like, a, yeah, that's some endurance, you know. You gotta have like a headset, you gotta be listening to some jams, you know. Oh, yeah. That was before podcasts. Yeah. Mm. I'm surprised every, every yard wasn't a jungle before podcasts. Am I right? I learned to drive on a ride more. Did you really? Yeah. So I learned how to drive. Is, do anybody share that experience? Yeah. Seems pretty common. It's a real thing. Wow, this is a southern thing for sure. I mm -hmm. do not know this. This is bizarre to me. It's, it's bizarre that it's legal to drive a machine that's got blades flying around yeah. the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. But you have I was license. nine years old. Wow. Mm -hmm. On a riding mower at nine. And then the next year, my grandma was like, you can do that well. Let me teach you how to drive an actual car in case I got to go to the hospital. <laughs> oh, wow. my God. Yeah. Was she okay? Uh, she was, I was raised by my great-grandma. Okay. Yeah, so she was an older woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, she was like, in case I ever fall. That's all that old women are scared of, is if they fall. Like, not actual health issues. Like, what's making you fall? She's like, in case right. I fall, you can take me to the hospital, drive my Cadillac. I'm scared of that now. <laughs> I've had some, I mean, I've, I, I do have falls. Our, our live show in Chicago, you fucking wiped out. We bad. finished like we finished the show, and I was walking off stage and like waving to people, and it, there was like a the floor had a 
like a, a small lip where there were risers and uh-huh. I didn't see the lip and I tripped over it and like face planted and my laptop went flying. It was, was right after the show and the entire audience was like, oh. <laughs> it was the biggest reaction we got during yeah. the show. <laughs> you yeah, went down people, hard. People like would like added me or DM me after the show like, hey man, I saw that. Like, are you all right? <laughs> And then I didn't reply, which I probably should. Like, I just left them hanging. Didn't give <laughs> them any they're closure. They're still worried about you. Yeah. Think I'm in a coma. Uh, no, I was... I, it, it, honestly, like, I had, like, a huge bruise on my leg that lasted, like, almost two weeks. And it was one of those things where, like, oh, I'm getting old, and in a few years that will be a thing where, like, I will break my hip or tear my ACL or something, and I'll just be shut down for, like, a year. Jesus Christ. Well, it's inevitable, too. Yeah. Oh, everyone's thinking about their mortality. Good job, Nick. <laughs> I fall and I hit my head. I hit my head on the plane twice, and I was like, "Oh man, this is like this is. I, these are gonna add up. This is." I, mean, I think I, I've said this to you before, but you're an unfun Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> you get a turkey stuck on your head, but everyone's like, "Oh no, is he okay?" Yeah, right. Let's get the turkey off his head. It just just bums everyone out. <laughs> Nick's going to get a CTE from hitting his head on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play football? Nope. nope. <laughs> Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. You. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix Mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. 
This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus... They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Um, so uh, Waffle House, I let, let me say this. As, as far as connecting to my childhood, my, my first ever visit at the, the lovely location, uh, in, uh, one of the several locations in Huntsville, the corner of Four Mile Post Road and Carl T. Jones Drive. Man, those are some great Southern street names. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and uh, I, it just reconnected with me how much I love, like, breakfast. Because that, that was, again, as a kid, like, like biscuits and gravy. And, and I'm getting the, the Southern California version, so, of course, I'm sure everyone here would turn up their noses at it. But that was, like, one of my favorites. And, like, it would be, like, a treat You guys, you could have booed him if you wanted to. <laughs> I conceded that it's probably an inferior interpretation. You were right. Um, but, uh... But uh, you know, that was like a favorite of mine, and that was like, oh shit, I can get this, and and so like I, I love going, I, I love going today overall without spoiling where I'm going to go with my review. Mitch, what did you think of this uh, this Waffle House visit in in general in the abstract? In the abstract, yeah. Hmm. 
the idea of an actual Waffle House is exciting to me. Right. With faucets you turn on and syrup comes out. And the soap is melted butter, say. So in the abstract, that's what I think of Waffle House. I, I had been to Waffle House once before when I went to the with Super Bowl down in uh, Florida with my dad way back in the day. Okay. And so I had experienced it once, and I remembered the... How many Super Bowls have you been to? I go every year. You asshole. <laughs> I've, been to, I've been to three Super You've Bowls. You've been to three Super Bowls. That's, That's right. Tom Brady's been to like nine of them. Who cares? <laughs> Boo. Who do you guys root? Are you, are you Titans Boo. fans? Are you guys... Hey, I love the Titans. Wait. Uh, roll Tide? There we go. Oh, no. Ooh, still some uh, any, any who that? Who that? There we go. Who that? Who that? We're, e- we're Eagle. I couldn't bring myself to say it. I love pandering, so keep them coming. <laughs> um, I, I, the thing that I remember about Waffle House, I was like, Whoa, they can do all this stuff to hash browns. Right. That's, a, that's incredible. I never knew that. Let, let's talk about that real quick, because here are the preparations that they offer on the menu. And I don't know if there's some sort of secret menu here, uh, but this is what they, they say you can get. Smothered, covered, chunked, diced, peppered, capped, topped, and country. A lot of, a lot of different variations there. Mm-hmm. And they each are like, you know, capped is mushrooms, peppered is, is hot peppers, country is gravy. You can kind of you can piece together what they are from the description. Uh, but... Those adjectives are fun. Wait, you, you, you're saying you can figure it out, or you can't? You can a little bit. Yeah. You, can get, like, you like think they, country just means gravy automatically? It does mean gravy, but... <laughs> yes, right. some of these make sense only in hindsight. Like, the only knowing, this, knowing smothered means grilled onions, I believe. Knowing smothered means grilled onions. Like, then in hindsight, you can be like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Knowing covered means cheese. Knowing ch- chunked means ham, I believe. Or mm-hmm. no, wait, does chunk mean something? What does chunk mean? Yeah. Chunked is ham. Wait, what the fuck is diced? Tomatoes. Tomatoes, okay. They all make sense in hindsight. You kind of have to know. Uh, but I, I, You got all of them wrong. <laughs> I got a few right. Uh, the... The uh, I, I love the variation. I love that you can customize it to to a, a, a varying degrees. What's your guys? Go- I mean, maybe we should get into this when we get to our review. Uh, but do you guys have a go-to with your the way you get your hash browns? And is that how you got it today? Oh, they actually got mine wrong today. Oh wow! I go smothered and covered, okay. and they they chunked it. It was it was ham in my hash browns, mm. and I had never eaten that. But after I took a couple bites, I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. That'll do. Uh, Alan? Uh, smothered and covered generally, but today I tried a different, or I added diced and, and peppered. But I think, now that I think about it, I'm just recalling, I don't think they smothered it. Oh, shit. You They're fucking up left and right. I, I did not notice that at all when I got it, because there's so much food in front of you. when you Right. Have, you have seven different plates of food. It's, it's not like I'll notice that one little detail. Um, I got mine smothered and peppered. We all, we all, we all got hash browns. Uh, I got mine smothered and peppered. Uh, and uh, and I you, also spiced you... it up. Hold on, I'm trying to find the, the shot of the hot sauce that I took, because they have a great name for their hot sauce. I should have written it in my notes. Casa de yes. Waffle. Yes, Ca- Senora Jackie's Casa de Waffle. 
that's a delight. That's their piccante sauce, which is which is medium. Um, and uh, I, I mean, like, Sen- Senora Jackie was so nice too. She's there. Yeah. <laughs> she works there. She's very pleasant. Um, yeah, I love the. Uh, you just get like diced ta- or not diced. You get like a uh, uh, like sliced jalapenos in it, and you get a lot of them. Like they're not fucking around. Like you're really, really getting a, a, a lot of spice in there, and it's 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 great that they offer that because I think there's. Outside of that, there's maybe an absence of... There's not as a, a ton of spicy stuff on the menu. Um, uh, 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 Mitch, what did you think of your hash browns? I loved them. I got smothered, covered, diced, and cubed. Hmm, whoa. <laughs> I think I was tucked, sucked. <laughs> uh, those are hidden, hidden, hidden menu items. Um... I uh, I I uh, I loved them. I I I was a little hesitant about chunked. Um, because that's I, what you got. I got chunked. I got chunked. Hey, there's no cubed. Oh, it's not cubed. Oh, okay. So I did get cubed wrong. Chunked. I got chunked instead of cubed. Um, and chunked was uh, chunked was chunked was good. I enjoyed it. It wasn't overwhelming. It sounds. Gr- it does sound gross as an adjective. Cubed or no chunked? Oh, chunked. I keep forgetting. It's chunked. Yeah, chunked does sound bad. It sounds gross. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's like it's, it sounds like a euphemism for it's like it's like very foul. I, I, yeah, just, I just fucking chunked, man. Yeah, it does. It sounds like that. It sounds foul. But it was delicious. I mean, right. N- not if you're talking about dicing up ham. Well, yeah, and exactly. I just cont- chunked. I was dicing up that ham, that good ham, in the kitchen. <laughs> That's fair, Alan. In the exact context that it means on the menu. <laughs> It does not sound if gross. If it's in context... In that context, you're right. That's I, very fair. I'm glad I made that point and I <laughs> stepped in to make that point. I love, I love, I loved, I love the hash browns. They're, they're, well, they're, they're awesome. They have like a great, like, you know, they have that great crispness to them. Wait, does scattered just, that just is because they are scattered. Scattered, I think they put it on the floor. <laughs> you have to weird. eat it like a dog, I believe, yes. It's weird. Because I offered, I asked for that, and they they like made me eat it off a plate like a man. <laughs> um, no, I, I I like I, I like the I like I like the te- like they have a crisp texture to them, and they're like mm-hmm. they're like super buttery. Like they have the, they have a lot of flavor. Yeah, they're, they're really well made uh, browns. Um, uh, backing up, I got myself a cup of coffee and a water. I just take my coffee black, strong, strong diner coffee. Good good coffee. What did you guys think of that that cup of Joe? I thought it was a great cup of Joe. I had one. My stomach is hurting. Everyone suggests I drink a cup of coffee. It did nothing. So now I'm scared. <laughs> it's like, let's put some gas in. Like when you're like, let's add, like the, the grill isn't working. Let's put some gas in there. And it's like, it's still not working. And you're still like, that is, feels like what's going yeah. on right now. I shouldn't talk about this too much. I think everyone understands what you're trying to convey. Yes. It's pretty clear. It's a bad situation. Yeah. You might have said on a wine cork or something. <laughs> I did not sit on a wine cork. You think that there's a wine cork plugging me up? I mean, I don't know what else it is at this point. You had a we, lot of after, we, we went to a Waffle House that's a, like, directly next door to a CVS. And now Owen was like, come on, like, we'll, we'll figure this out for you. I was like, no, please don't do this. And we went to the pharmacy and he was like, hey, excuse me, like, do you have anything for constipation? And the lady was like, constipation? And he was like, yeah, anything for constipation? She's like, we have this. He's like, you have anything that will work quick? 
And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, it's for my friend. And I was just standing there being like, hi. Next to him, and then she's like, we have suppositories. And Alan was like, ooh, those work good. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm not putting a suppository anywhere. Yeah. That's what you song. We were going to see if you song could help out. We're not making you song put a suppository in me. It's actually... Hell yeah, dude. The image of that caught me late. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to help. Alan, did you like your coffee? Oh yeah, I like I like my coffee. I took a took a big old shit after. (laughs) You're rubbing it in my face now. And then I just put in a suppository anyway. I'm feeling good. You were so enthused. Loose. You were so enthused about <laughs> suppositories. I mean, it's all, it's real. It's a real human problem. The, the pharmacist was nonplussed with us. It's like, what are you? Suppositories aren't that normal, are they? Pac-Man hey. goes forward. He doesn't go backwards. <laughs> what? That makes sense. You're, you're comparing <laughs> You're, what is Pac-Man in this scenario? Are the ghosts the suppositories? Or? Did you guys watch Futurama? Yeah. Remember the episode where the professor kept trying to get through to take a suppository? Oh, yeah. <laughs> As if he wasn't taking the suppositories. <laughs> yeah, stop asking. You song, let's put that episode up on the big screen and watch it. <laughs> it's good. Um, uh, uh, Carl, you got yourself a, a sweet tea. Yeah, How's I don't the like sweet coffee. Sweet tea at the Waffle House. Sweet tea was good. Yeah. Uh, I don't like coffee. If I'm tired, I drink a Coca Cola. Uh, but uh, wow. thank you, sir. Some support. <laughs> thank you. Solidarity out there. That's the, what I've been waiting on. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who gets it. No. The, uh, guy, the guy who clapped is wearing a shirt that says Nick Weiger hates fries, by the way. Jesus. Wow. Uh, not I true. love it. It's not true. I love fries. Jesus. I got hash browns today because that's what you get with breakfast. That's not fries. fries. Nice try. Nick, to be fair. They're fry adjacent. Last night we went to Drake's and Nick Weiger. (laughs) Nice. And Nick had a couple of Mitch's fries and winced. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) I got to say this about Drake's. Yeah. Great bathrooms. Drake's was fun. That was a fun. That was a fun. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun bar. We had a blast there. Sort of an indoor, outdoor entertaining area. Uh-huh. A lot of fun. Um, this <laughs> yeah, is not the last kind of... half hour was us going. Should we get another drink while Mitch tries to take a poop? <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, suppositories were slipped under my stall <laughs> from Alan. No other food cod- food podcast will dedicate twenty minutes to discussing <laughs> a host's inability to shit. <laughs> what the Doughboys bring they're, to the table. They're related. Um, so uh, we got the, I, I, and, I, and I think this might be a first in the podcast, we all got the same thing, which I think is maybe the thing to get, at least for me as a neophyte. Yeah. It's an incredible value, the All-Star Special. Wow. Support for the All-Star yeah. Special. 
a standing ovation. So everyone, wow, everyone is on their can't feet. See it. Everyone's on their feet. This is wild. They're all breaking their chairs apart. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, so, my question about that all-star breakfast, how has Waffle House ever made any money? It's kind of crazy. That's it's, insane. It's crazy the amount they offer uh, for that price. Let's run down let's run down exactly what you get and then we'll take them item by item. Uh, you get one waffle, two eggs uh, any way you, you, you like. Grits, toast or biscuit, and then your breakfast meat choice, bacon, sausage, city ham, or country ham if you want to spend an extra dollar. City ham is wet cured. Country ham is dry cured uh, as as a general rule. So that's kind of the distinction there. I was kind of hoping it was like a city pig. (laughs) Like a pig who grew up in like an urban area? (laughs) Yeah. Like a pig who has an apartment and a job? (laughs) That's what I was hoping. It's babe, too. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that's the distinction. City ham is babe, two, babe, pig pig in the city. Uh, Country ham is babe, one. Um, So... Let, let me start with that waffle. And, and Carl, you originally joined us for a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle uh, yeah. episode, which is a, a, an institution out in L.A. They do, a great, they do great waffles there. Uh, the waffle at the Waffle House, how, how do you feel about that bad boy? Uh, that is the only waffle that I think compares to Roscoe's as waffle. Wow. Uh, wow. But, and, but also, I like Waffle House's waffle more. Wow. Uh, the wow. Master. See, the thing is, when I moved from Mississippi to L.A., uh, I needed something that could substitute Waffle House. Right. And Roscoe's came the closest. Right. Uh, it does not compare. Waffle House is, I would say Waffle House is my favorite restaurant in the country. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. And, uh, wow. but I have some thoughts. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> this is not over yet. No, uh, but yeah, the waffle was good. I like a soft waffle. I like a thin waffle. I don't need a thick, crispy waffle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely more in, in this sort of, with a style of waffle making as opposed to like that, that hoity-toity Belgian waffle, which is just mm-hmm. a little too much for me. Um, like a, you deep get that dish, wa- a deep dish waffle. The deep dish waffle, that Chicago-style waffle. What the hell is all this? What's going on here? Give What's me wrong with waffle? a nice, thick Belgian waffle? Those are fine, but I like the, I oh, prefer shit. the thin Oh, shit, I'm on the wrong side. <laughs> The texture, like the soft texture, works really yeah. well. Uh, the it, it's got a great great flavor to it. The uh, you get a whip, you get a Waffle House whip spread, which is their own branded uh, butter adjacent uh, uh, substance, <laughs> and some syrup. You get to throw on there. I thought it was it was like perfect. Like what else could I want? This, waffle House delivers on having a delightful waffle. I thought it was great. Mm. Mitch, uh, Alan, your thoughts? Oh, you love them, so go ahead. What? Well, I, not that I don't love them. The waffles. Oh, yeah. No, Have you, were you paying attention to the show? What? Where am I? Uh, I lo- yeah, no, I, I love the waffle. I love that it, it, it came first. It's the butter, like you said, it's whipped. I think it makes it melt faster. It melts, Easy to spread. It melts very fast in the grits, too. But yeah. just back to the waffle. Um, you know, you get that, that sweet, sweet syrup. You know, I'm a bit of a sweet seeker. <laughs> Thank you. So it was nice to get that waffle out of the way first, um, and uh, and then enjoy the rest of the meal, which I ate a hundred and ten percent of. <laughs> is this a, is this common? How they do things at Waffle House? They like give you the items as they as they are ready, or do they normally just like give you a full breakfast? This was the first time I that happened. Okay, and yeah. I wasn't 
overly pleased. One right. of my thoughts, uh, I wasn't, I, when, I, when they gave us the waffles, I purposely, well, first of all, I wanted y'all to have y'all's first. Which was very nice. It was very you. nice. But then I was like, I'm trying to make this closer to when my actual food comes because I want to mix everything together like oh, a damn hog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a good strategy too, like, yeah, to to wait so that you could combine everything. Yeah, I think that's what every component uh, that you get on your plate, you know, they don't really season stuff, so you can you can tailor it to your seasoning preferences. Right, and then also everything if the flavor is just right, so that you can combine a little bite of sausage or what have you with a bite of a waffle and maybe a, a an egg on the same bite, mm-hmm. and it all. <laughs> It all uh, works together very well. Yes, King. Yes, Does that King. make sense? Yes, King. You had a Carl. You had a grit hack, which we'll get to in a second when we get to the Nick, grits. Which really I want to say, I was raised on Belgian waffles. Yes. Okay. My dad made me Belgian waffles. He's passed away now. You feel good? Wow. And I see this thin little Waffle House waffle coming out. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way this is going to be good. Wow. And then they serve it first, which I actually like because I always like have a sweet dessert thing. I mean, sorry, sweet breakfast thing as almost like a dessert. Right. And they bring it out and I taste it. And I was blown. It's good as hell. It's soft. It's really good. I wish my dad was here now so I could tell him you were wrong. <laughs> yeah. You were wrong, dad. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> No! What? He was, he made thick Belgian waffles. They were very good, too. But the, yeah. the, for, for, for how thin they are, they still remain fluffy. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 and then you just get the different bites. And I told Alan this while I was eating. I was like, well, as a boy, I always thought the syrup was such an important component of the waffle. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, but that whipped butter is so good. It's almost more important than it the works really syrup. Well, yeah. 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 It's so good. I don't know about all that. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of Europe. So uh, <laughs> Belgian waffles just—they can go to hell. I don't. <laughs> um, so, in the country too. Hmm? In the country too. Yeah, the country can go to hell <laughs> with gasoline draws on. So the uh, the eggs. I got my eggs scrambled. They were they were good. They were well they were well made uh, like diner eggs. It's it's you know definitely a step up from what I'd, I'd get at like a a Denny's, which I guess is in the co- uh, comparable price range. Uh, what did you guys all think of your eggs? We can go down the line, Carl. The eggs was fluffy. I added uh, American cheese on them. Uh, that's what I do. Um, it they were good. They cooked cooked to perfection. You know, not burnt, not right. runny. Yeah, definitely not burnt or runny. The the, the consistency was good, Mitch. Well, I have a lot to say about the eggs. Wow. Well, there's a reason why. Do you want me to get into it right now? Please. I copied Carl. I said, I'll, I'll get some cheese in those eggs. Yes. And then I also got grits. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Massachusetts boy. I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck grits are. <laughs> it's confusing to me, this weird white paste on the right. table. Why would you, the host of a food podcast, know what grits are? I'm scared by it. Yeah. And these guys said to me, they, uh, the, both of you said, you put butter in there, you put salt and pepper on there. 
I said, all right. I tasted it. I was like, yeah, not bad. It, ta- it still kind of tastes like nothing. And then they were like, well, you got to put some of those eggs in there and eat yeah. the grits with yeah. the eggs. That was I was like, egg. what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my eggs in there. Yeah, and you said that in the restaurant. Everyone's heads turned. Yeah. <laughs> I said, what's that guy upset about? You don't use that language in here, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I ate cheesy eggs with my grits, and I am a convert. Yeah. It's so, it was so good. I swear to God. I am, I loved it. I'm, I, I loved it. It was so, it, it feels like it doubled your amount of eggs. Like it was like a hack where it's like filler or something right. where I was like, I have a mound of eggs now that I didn't have before. That was the aforementioned uh, hack I was mentioning. And yeah, the eggs and the grits really plussed up the grits. I thought the, the, the grits were nice. Uh, Alan, your eggs and grits thoughts. Uh, I, I enjoyed just the, the, the regular eggs because, again, it's, I always put the eggs... I rarely just have an egg alone. It's usually... I do a little... I stab a, put a little egg on my fork, and I stab a little piece of my... Maybe some grits. You are molasses uh, boy. <laughs> so they're, they're a component of a larger... It's like a, a, a Voltron or something. When right. I, every bite... <laughs> you know, so yeah, no, they were great. Um, and then uh, the you, you get your choice of toast or biscuit. I went with that biscuit and gravy, a, a, a childhood favorite. This is Yu Song's observation that I am stealing. A lot of times when you get a biscuit and gravy, a subpar biscuit will be covered up by gravy. Like the, a dry biscuit will be, the moisture of the gravy will compensate for the dryness of the biscuit. Here the biscuit I thought was, was fluffy and moist. There was moistness throughout, and I thought that worked really well. A very satisfying biscuit and gravy. I, I, I loved it. I mean, it, the amount of starch in this meal is insane. The fact that you're having, you get a waffle and grits and toaster biscuit is out of control. It's, and then you, we added hash browns. It was, we had four different starch sources. It's crazy. Is this a normal breakfast? Oh yeah. The hell? This breakfast is like, if you spend the night at somebody's house. Right. And you wake up and it's like, well I guess I'll just whip something together. I'll see what I have in the fridge, and it's usually this many courses. That's insane. (laughs) Is the life expectancy like 41 down here? We all fell asleep the moment we got home. That's not a lie. Every single one of us, except for Nip, who can't nap. Yeah. All of us fell asleep. You song, you fell asleep too. Everyone was passed out from this breakfast. I they were so afraid. They thought they lost you song <laughs> after we all woke we up. Like, where is you song? We were we I, we were we were genuinely afraid that you song got kidnapped or something. We were like <laughs> we we're like, is you song missing? And then we took no action. <laughs> <laughs> we just sat on the couch and watched Storage Wars for like forty minutes. <laughs> I looked for a missing persons report online, but I realized we would be the ones that have to file that. That's true. <laughs> would have to come from us. Um, uh, your, your guys' thoughts on the... Uh, uh, Carl, we'll start with you on, on your toast or biscuit option. How, how was that bread? I got toast. I didn't eat it. Uh, I that saw was, that. I, wait, I waited it to the end. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just didn't get to it. I gotcha. I'm a thick boy, but I, I fill up quick. Gotcha. So, I've my, noticed that this trip. You, yeah. you, you, well, Nick and I have no control. We eat everything in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's honestly what makes me so mad at God because <laughs> I, I don't eat that much. I'm actually a, a slow eater and I usually don't finish my food and yet I cannot stop ballooning. And 
I, I understand that we're in Alabama right now, but in Hollywood, that's not a good thing. <laughs> it affects my career. Yeah. Even as a writer. <laughs> that's like one less, you know, chair in the, yeah. in the room. <laughs> they make me get an extra seat belt in the writer's room. Mitch, you also got the biscuit and gravy. What'd you think of that? I loved it. It was great. Was I'm really usually good. a toast guy, but the... I mean, it was just insane. This meal was insane. There was so it much really food. It really is. It's wild. I was already felt so sick. I was sweating because I felt sick. And I was just filled with food. And then I added more food on top of it. I'm probably going to pass away tonight. Good riddance. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Mitch, you can't die. There's no better place to die than Huntsville. <laughs> Fucking lay me up against a tree. I'll be happy as hell. That's the city slogan, I think. <laughs> try, uh, try to hold yeah, out the, for a The week. biscuit and gravy was great. Yeah. And also, I, I saved... I had some sausage, so I saved some of that sausage and was eating the sausage with the, with the biscuit and gravy. And you gave me, you held, you, you gave me the wa- a waffle piece to eat with my sausage, which was very oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I wanted you to have the experience of uh, having a waffle and the sausage together... It, almost as if a Voltron, if you were taking a... Mm, right. It's as if you were taking a bite of a Voltron. <laughs> um, the, uh, and, and then my meat choice, I went with the city ham, which I thought was, was solid. I thought it was good. It's, it's mm-hmm. grilled up a little bit. Nice and greasy. is fun. What did you guys think of your breakfast meats? Uh, I got the sausage. I ate it with my waffle. It was delicious. I like the sausage a lot, and it was recommended by our waitress. You get like a little, it's like a little patty. It's like a small disc as, a, as opposed to the link. Yeah, but it packs a punch, Nick. It's, it's not just a little, it's, they're, they're hearty for little guys. They're good. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice salty bite. It's a little chunky chew. <laughs> Go on. It's a, it's, a, it's a juicy munch. Did I, did I say salty bite? Yeah, you said salty That was the bite. first one, I believe. Juicy Munch was the other one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's brown. <laughs> it's brown and round. Uh, well, uh, I think we've chronicled our meal in, 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 in uh, great detail. Let's get to our final ranking of Waffle House. Uh, based on this experience and, and for those of us to whom it applies our previous experiences. Uh, so, Alan McLeod, we'll start over on the end with you. You know how this works. Uh, you'll sort of uh, talk us through your Waffle House experience and then give us a rating from zero to five forks. Go ahead. Okay, so I had the all-star uh, breakfast, as we all discussed, and I, like I said, I didn't mind. It was unusual that the waffle came first, but uh, and and nothing else for a little while. But it was, I was fine with that because I got my sausages fairly close to that time. And uh, let's see, it was it was delicious. It was great. You know, it was it was. Uh, I got to mix all my stuff. It was fun to talk about different flavor combinations. And uh, make all my little Voltron bites. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, uh, I, I mean, like I said, I ate, I ate everything up. Uh, I think that you also have to, you know, I have a nostalgic attachment to Waffle House. It's just ubiquitous in the South. I have, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very... It's a very good value for what you get. Um, Molasses Boy, and we have never had to enforce this, but I should give you, I feel like I should give you a heads up. Uh, On your review, you have a four-hour time limit. (laughs) Okay. 
Can I get a little extra time? <laughs> sure, yeah, we'll give you four yeah, hours and okay, five minutes. Okay, great. Um, did I uh, <laughs> say I got the all-star breakfast? So the Voltron, yes. And uh, so, uh, you know, everything, everything was, was good. I, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's surprisingly, it always surprises me how filling it is when, you know, you see, because it's like, it's not like it covers the plate like a mountain of food. It's just kind of spread out. So then you're shocked when you, like, feel full. But uh, So anyway, I would say, uh, uh, let me see if I left anything out here. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you, you know, you have the freedom to season it to your taste, you know? And freedom uh, is so important these days. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I would give, I, I, would, I would give Waffle House... Uh, Three forks. Plus. Whoa. Plus. All right, I'm not done with my fucking shit over here, man. Don't turn on me. Plus four dollops of molasses. Oh, Jesus. We, we don't know the exchange rate we, for dollops of molasses to forks. It is four... Uh, one dollop is equal to one prong of a fork. Uh, we still don't know how to do the math. <laughs> no, I think typically I got it. each fork is four prongs. Four, four prongs, yeah. So I guess that's four forks. Four, four, four forks. forks. Wow, great score. <laughs> Carl, y'all Tart- turned on me for a second. I, I won't gotta- forget. Carl Tart, uh, I, I think we can know I, what direction your review is headed, but 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 please give us can your. I just, can I ask a quick yes. question? Is that normal speed to you people down here? <laughs> do we do Nick and I? Did Nick Carl and I sound like micro machine? The micro machine guy? Are we talking fast? <laughs> yes, we are. Wow. You didn't notice everybody's got earpieces in that <laughs> translates everything y'all have been saying. That guy in the booth from the Hertz Rent-A-Car is translating for everybody on the fly. <laughs> um, Carl, uh, your, your, your review, your score. Uh, I, so I hold Waffle House very near and dear to my heart. Uh, it, it, comes, it, it hits close to home every time I have it. Uh, from Mississippi, I've eaten it after storms. I've eaten it on regular nights, on Friday nights after football games. When we're too young to do stuff, you go to the Waffle House, everybody's there. It feels a great amount of nostalgia comes with the Waffle House. Uh, today's meal was no exception. Uh, the Waffle came early. I won't hold that against them. The folks that was in there was very nice. By the way, uh, as soon as we pulled up, Nick went out to, to take pictures of the building and stuff like that. And the women who were working were like, what the hell is going on? They're like standing outside the window. One woman had a phone. I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to call the police on Nick for taking the pictures. Uh, <laughs> they were like, they they're like, you guys are not from here. That's what yeah. they said immediately. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy my meal immensely. Uh, I was at a Waffle House in Atlanta, and I watched a dude quit his job in a very uh, big fashion. Wow. The manager was being a dick to him. Like, he, he was taking orders, and you know how they yell to the cook. So the guy's cooking the food, and the manager's like, I need smothered and covered. And he's like, like, and he said, I said I need smothered and covered. This is a guy who's working. I don't even think he was a manager. I think he was just like at the register, so he felt the sense of power. And he was, he was at the register. I said, I need smothered and covered. He said, I heard you. He said, you ain't going to be talking to me like that in front of the customers. He said, fuck you, man. <laughs> I ain't got to talk to you like shit. 
fuck this shit, you ain't nothing. And he just went off on a dude. Like, man, he took his he took his apron off and put it on the griddle. And I was like, that food about to be good as hell. And I was like, oh, I'm finna get two meals today. I already know that griddle holds a different kind of spice, like a cast iron skillet. That apron that he had on, I was like, oh my gosh, this food about to be good today. So I love Waffle House. Uh, this gets uh, no less than five forks from me. Yeah, yeah. Mike Mitchell, the Spoon Man, your review, your fork score. Huh. Rarely am I awake for breakfast. The breakfast hour and I don't work well together. Mm. Um, Waffle houses, it's great, Nick. I, there, there's not much more I can say about it than, than what I've already said. It's just, a, it's just a classic breakfast diner that's done so well. Here's my one complaint. The booths are fucking small. They are tight booths. Aren't you guys big down here? What the what the hell's going on? The booths are tiny. We moved from the booth to uh, the counter to accommodate uh, our, our party. Yeah. Yes. And I was, thought you were about to say me. I was going to be pissed. No, off. No, I wasn't. I am not. A we sp- had to we had to wheel Mitch over to the counter. I can't, I'm mobile. I'm six one, two hundred pounds. I'm not a small man. Like I the the, the I, w- I was a little little tight in those booths too. It's yes. tight. Six one two hundred snack alert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm six two by one eighty five. Um, <laughs> everyone knew that was a lie. That sucks. <laughs> Everyone's belly laughing at me being one eighty five. Bummer. Uh, the booths are too fucking small. Can make bigger booths. Come on, Waffle House. It, it, we've all progressed like Pokemon. We're at the next level now. We need bigger. We need bigger booths. We need bigger booths over there. Am I going to deduct points for it? No. Five forks. Wow. And I, that's real too. I'm not trying. I know that I. I try to just like make everyone banter, like me. Yeah. Was that yeah, pander? Pander, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. I'm an idiot. Um, I try people think I tried. I'm not pandering. I'm not. I, it's a five four restaurant. It's good as hell. There was a. Or we did. We did. We did a chain in Vancouver, Japa Dog, and you told yes, me. Yes, I, I lied. You lied because you were scared of the crowd, and you said it was a four fork restaurant. And then backstage, you were like, "It's really two forks." But Japa Dog was bad. I was afraid they were a mean crowd. These people are nice. I feel like. I feel like you believe it, and I will. I will also give my disclaimer that this is not pandering. I can't like this is like this was like a as a breakfast fiend. This was like a where is where is Waffle House been all my life? I can't imagine how many. I can't think about all of the breakfasts I I spent. I wasted at like Denny's and Caro's. What was I doing? What was I doing? This was great. This would have been my favorite restaurant as a kid. Uh, I, I hope some open up uh, on the uh, on the West Coast sometime. Although maybe part of its charm is that it is so entrenched, uh, chiefly in the, the the South and the Heartland. All Star Special. Call it the Dream Team because every component works. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just gonna say. I hope there are some spare drops of molasses around because. Our special guest, Molasses Boy, is the only one keeping this out of the Platinum Play Club as it stands. Five forks for Waffle House. Wow. They didn't smother 
They did not smother. Wow, he's st- he's sticking to his guns. This they is didn't a heel smother. turn. He is the villain. We were right. (laughs) (laughs) Send him. Let's get him. Let's send him. Let's take a rocket and send him to space. (laughs) Yes. Please do. I would love it. Well, it's in. No one criticizes my speed in space. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the Golden Plate Club, which is quite an honor. Maybe someday I'll get in that Platinum Plate Club. Congratulations to Waffle House. Uh, folks, that was our review of Waffle House. It's time for our segment. We've got a food stuff. We're going to decide if you should put it in your mouth. It's snack or whack. Take it away, Alan McLeod. Oh, and I, I'm glad I eat Cheetos. The way I eat onions. The way I eat combos. Our lives are better mixed with checks. I couldn't eat them plain, but I would never miss a snack. The pipes on molasses, boy. That's very nice. Um, so uh, we've, got a couple, we've got a couple items we're going to taste test real quick because we're running tight on time. Then we're going to take some questions from you guys. Uh, we've got these. Uh, we got this golden flake. These are some chips that uh, Alan said were local. Uh, looks like they're from Birmingham, uh, and uh, these are the Sweet Heat Barbecue ones. Wow. I recommended these to the boys because this is snacks that I grew up with. I'm a personally a big fan of the dill pickle golden flake. Yeah. Uh, we thought about getting dill pickle, but we saw a connection here with, you know, Alan, as he admitted, something of a sweet seeker. I, of course, have said I am something of a heat seeker. So, some real brand synergy here. These are great. They have a little bit of an, of an afterburn uh, and a nice, like, uh, sweet barbecue flavor. What do you guys think? I, I go snack. Again, not pandering. I forgot to say I got an orange juice at Waffle House. How was the orange juice? It was good. <laughs> um, so still five forks? Yes. Okay. And a water and a coffee. These are snacks. These are good. Really good. These are really good. I like, I like a little, like, a, like barbecue and like a, like a spicy barbecue is great. Hot barbecue works well. Hot barbecue, yeah. You get that on a wing. Uh, Carl, what do you think? Um, you've had the Flamin' Hot Lays, right? Yes, yes, I have. Imagine if they added a a drop of barbecue. I think these are like what that would be. Yeah. Because the better. only sensation you're getting from those Flamin' Hot Lays is like heat. Is heat, yeah. Yeah. But that little, that little touch of barbecue makes them really tasty. It's, it's delightful. snack for me. Um, Alan, uh, uh, molasses sometimes used in barbecue sauces. Oh, what do you think of this, uh, this sweet heat? I think it's a nice balance of heat and sweet. <laughs> uh... I especially like that it's a soft crunch and not like a really hard crunch. Do do with that what you will. <laughs> so, definitely a snack. Wow. Wow, snacks down the line, it sounds like. Um, and then we've got the... Uh, uh, Carl, you said snack, right? Yeah, yeah, snack. Okay, great. And then we've got the... We've also got... Uh, correct me on the pronunciation. Is it Grapico or Grapico? 
Grapeco. So we got some Grapeco. This is a sparkling uh, grape soda, a southern <laughs> thing for 100 years, it says, uh, which, is, which is nice. I'm going to have a little sip of this. That's like a melted otter pop. It's really, really grapey and sweet. I, I, you know, I mean, I like the, the carbonation. I think that really works. Uh, what do you guys think of this, uh, this, this Bev? I think this would be great on a, a nice hot summer day. Yeah. It seems very refreshing. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this is a drink as well. Or yeah, it's, it's a drink. Yeah, it's a drink. This is delicious. Right. But it also adds to the fact that you guys eat like shit down here. <laughs> 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 uh, Carl, what do you think of this uh, this soda? Uh, I've never had grape Co before. Uh, they don't have they don't have it in Mississippi as much. No, nah, we don't have this one. We drink Nehi and Fago. Okay. Uh, I uh, Fago be seen, like a juggalo, like a juggalo. Wow, yeah. they took that from us. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I think we took it from Detroit. It's like a Midwestern, but um, I like it. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to dislike a grape soda. Mm, right. But uh, not what you're thinking. <laughs> I just like soda. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> uh, Alan, and, and this, is this a favorite of yours? Did you have this when you were a kid? I, I definitely had it when, when, uh, when I was a kid. It's, it's conjuring all sorts of uh, memories right now. Uh, <laughs> But you know, it's, it's it, no, it's good. It's got, I, I, you know, it's a good flavor. I think it's improved even since I was a kid. It makes me, you know, almost feel like I'm in the vineyards of Napa. <laughs> you know, to, uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's good. I've drank half of my, uh, I've, I've drank half of the Grape Co. It's definitely a skank. Yeah, for sure. No, drank. 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 Yes, I mean, drank. Thirty-five grams of sugar. Jesus Christ! Oh yeah. Can't imagine consuming this regularly. I'm Go- pretty sure that their toothpaste has thirty-five grams of sugar <laughs> out here. <laughs> uh, that was Snacker Wax slash uh, Dranker Stink. Uh, this just- guy, this guy who was laughing before, is now mad at me. <laughs> you can kick my ass after the show if you'd like. <laughs> It's part of the VIP experience. By the way, the uh, the VIP meet and greet will be up here on stage after the show. It'll be about five minutes to let everyone get settled, and then uh, you guys can line up over there. Um, but just like a restaurant, we've and got also, also wait, my mom's friend Kathy. Is that you there? Hi, Kathy. Come oh, down here and say hello afterwards. That's my mom's friend. She's wow. great. Wow, she rules. Oh man, I feel bad that she's here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna tell my mom, but yeah. I hope you'll report back. Uh, your son is wasting his life in Los Angeles. <laughs> she just like tells your mom like uh, the molasses ban was lifted. And your mom's like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Uh, just like a restaurant value feedback. Let's open to the feedback. Okay, so we have time for three audience questions, real quick. You song over there. Our producer is going to roam around with a microphone. So if you have a question, go ahead and ask it. And uh, if you ask a question, we'll give you a grape a co. Hi, I'm Drake. Hi. Uh, my question is, what is your fast food dessert Triforce? Wow. Fast food dessert Triforce. Boy, oh, that's so I want to say that when you said, if you ask a question, you get a creep of and someone in the audience went, oh, shit. <laughs> Everyone's hands are shooting up. He, like, comes up a, a, with a clearly, like, fake question. Like, uh, do you think pretzels are real? <laughs> like, what? Um, 
fast food dessert triforce. That's tough because wow. I, I I think you have to put a Wendy's frosty in there. Yes. Um, beyond that, I I mean this is this is almost. Is it going to be all ice cream based? I mean, there's got to be ones that aren't ice cream. This based. is almost a cliche, but I was going to say like the McDonald's apple pie. I feel like just it just yeah. fits a craving. I, some people might say McFlurry. Some people might say that chocolate sundae. I think it's whatever you had as a kid and scratches that nostalgia itch. But that third slot is tough. I, do you guys have anything anything come to mind? Any fast food desserts that you fancy? Uh, uh, Wendy's, not not Wendy's, Burger King uh, Dutch apple pie is always that's oh, been yeah, good. That's a good one. I haven't had that in a long time, but that was very, very good. And as I said before, I'm not a fan of the Europeans. But <laughs> they... Uh, the country, the, the, the continent. But, uh, right. The people. The <laughs> but when I found out that Dutch apple pie is actually an American institution, I screamed. and It's good. Estonia is all right. Um, Alan, uh, Alan, any thoughts on, the, uh, on fast food desserts? Uh... <laughs> Whoa, jeez. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, an accurate heckle. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just like, you know, like a McDonald's chocolate shake or something, or like a Frappuccino or something like that. Uh, Popeyes has, has a Mardi Gras cheesecake that is delicious. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great pick. You know what I'm talking wow. about. Wow. Yeah. Great pick. What did right. you say? Can you translate that, please? <laughs> this is the most aggressive. Try one of our tonight. local desserts. It's quite delicious. Uh, Bowberry biscuit. Oh, Bowberry biscuit. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you for the record. Bowberry is a is a berry that uh, only grows in Huntsville. All right, you song. Have you found our next questioner? We He's didn't answer his question, but we we did. We, we came got close. close. We, we got we close. up a bunch of options. All right, two notes, one question. Um, shit. Let me just go to the question. <laughs> Carl is, wa- Carl is walking a great <laughs> Hey, Carl, I need you. Um, one note, you guys between 2014, 2017 came to Tig's uh, wedding and you didn't go to a place called Wards. Wards is just the shit. Oh, shit. Carl, Carl's Mr. Wards Carl, breakfast is the shit. Thank you, Carl. Yeah. Um, my that was in that was in Mississippi, so yeah. that's the Mississippi thing we're missing. Okay, yeah, how did you okay, know we I'm went to Tig's wedding? Uh, I was an early adopter after you guys were on Dan Harmon's podcast. Oh. I started listening. Do um, you know someone? Someone texted me on Mitch Pizza. You're in the bathroom right now, aren't you? And I was. <laughs> Who was it? It was that guy. I was in the bathroom. You freak! How did you know? What is, what's your deal? I want him removed. So I'm going to say you're doing a disservice to your fans in the South that when you travel down here for leisure, you don't go to our local chains. We're dying. Would we you... ate so much food. We, we do have to minimize our chain restaurant consumption outside of the podcast because we're doing it. We do it twice a week, and it's a lot. But uh, That's that, a good that answer. Said, we, we, and we also have our indulgences. But, uh, but, but please, please get to your question. That was my question. How do you... <laughs> right. Well, Nick well, answered my question. All right, great. Uh, uh, one more question. Oh. I guess it's me. Right. Yes. Hi. So, How you doing? 
In episode uh, 116, I believe. Nerd. Uh, Carl Tart talked about the beautiful uh, Roscoe chicken waffles, breakfast and dinner. Yes, sir, I did. So what is your favorite breakfast and dinner combination now? Favorite breakfast and dinner right now? Combination. Combination? Oh, it has to be chicken and waffles. I like breakfast more than I like anything. So I wow. eat a bowl of Fruity Pebbles for dinner. Uh, which is what I think they use in the Mardi Gras cheesecake uh, at Popeye's. But yeah, I would say when I found that when I found that fried chicken and waffles was a combination because that's a LA thing. I don't, and uh, I loved it. I enjoyed it the most. Uh, thanks so much. <laughs> Hold on a second. The last question was for one guy on the panel. He knocked it out uh, of the park. You know, uh, Roscoe's nephew, uh, Freddie, has a chicken and waffle stand on the big island of Hawaii. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> is this another in your web of lies? Toys? This huh? is another lie? Is this, this another is no fib? Lie. This is true. There's, never, there's not been one lie. That's me. true. That's true. There yeah. wasn't one lie? Yeah. Not one lie tonight. The molasses flood is a real thing that happened? <laughs> the molasses flood of 1919... In Boston, you Ooh. freaking freak. <laughs> That's real? Yeah. Bostonians were overcome by molasses? Your ancestors were almost wiped out. <laughs> From Man. a molasses flood? Your mom's friend is shaking her head in disbelief. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks so much for coming out. That's it for this episode. Give it up for Coral Dart. Molasses boy, Alan McLeod. Our producer, you song Lou. Until next time for the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. Good hey, night. See ya. That was a HeadGum Podcast.